brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goggles. All right. Let's do it. Honey, it's beautiful. It's all Jim and Tim. We just rerouted the Middleton power grid. So we wouldn't blow out the whole town like last year. Way to go, Tweeps. Look, it's Ronald. Oh, dear. I think we blinded him. I'd better go get him before he... Oh. Uh, thanks. So, where are we in the possible family Christmas Eve schedule? Just started. Lighting the house is always first. Right. Yeah, I, I caught that. <laughs> oh. Not yet, Rufus. Eggnog's after we sing carols, but before the Christmas skit. <gasps> You're forgetting the most important tradition of all. It's not the turkey and the stuffing. The six tasks of Snowman Hank. Every Christmas, this couch, that TV, and my favorite cartoon, Snowman. So put away those petty problems and embrace your fellow man. It's on early. It's the 445 promo. All across this wonderful land. For 20 years, the six tasks of Snowman Hank has warmed the hearts of children everywhere. But not anymore. Take a powder, snowman, because this year Christmas is a turbocharged collision of cool. Live from the North Pole, it's Extreme Xmas. This could be the best Christmas ever. Who shot? They canceled Snowman Hank? No! Hello and welcome to the 25 Days of Tooncast Beyond Christmas. I am TF2 and Mike. Joining me this time is Steve Megatron who has been here for the last three days uh, because we talked That's about... That's impossible. No, That's it's... That's impossible. No, it's not impossible. It's very possible. Uh, yes, Steve is, has been here for the uh, for the last... Uh, no, the last two days, not three days, because uh, Doug did Buzz Lightyear with me. So, yeah, Steve was here for the DCAU stuff for BTAS and JLU. Now we're going to be talking about... Kim Possible, A Very Possible Christmas. This was uh, Season 2, Episode 37. Um, In a row. Yeah, that's my joke. Jackass. 
Yeah, uh, I'm old. I can use it now. <laughs> oh, you're only 30. I'll be 37 next year. In a row. That's right. As opposed to jumping specific numbers. Yeah. That's right. Um, so, we're here, day 19. We're almost to the main classics that everybody loves. Uh, Kim Possible, Very Possible Christmas. I have loved this series since I first saw it on Disney Channel. We've never talked about this series on Tooncast Classic or Tooncast Beyond. So, we're going to take a little bit of time here and... Uh, and, and talk about the series proper. Basically, brief rundown is, uh, you know, this teenager, Kim Possible, who's a cheerleader at Middleton High, you know, is also a, a, a super secret agent kind of person. And she goes on missions and helps people and has arch foes and arch villains and everything else. Um, and uh, I just, have you ever, had you seen this before I showed it to you? Yes. Okay. What were your initial thoughts when you first saw the series? Um, no, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I, I didn't, I mean, it wasn't like my, my go-to show, but like, uh, when it was first airing, I remember watching it just out of the fact that it was on, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily like it wasn't my favorite or anything. Like I said, it's just, it was on. So I watched it. It was something to do. Um, uh, usually in waiting for a show I was particularly waiting for in the first place. But, I mean, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Mm, absolutely. Uh, for me, I loved it. I thought, it, you know, it's, it's one of Disney Channel's early 2000 shows. It premiered in 2002, 2003, somewhere around there, and lasted till about 2007. And there have been huge rumors last couple of years about them bringing it back for a season five. I actually remember why I started uh, looking at the series again was because Disney, uh, the Disney channel uh, every so often between two and 4 AM, they would do the Disney replay where they would show you old content that they don't play normally in other time slots. So, you know, this and even Stevens and all that kind of stuff. Funny thing about this show is it's pretty much a boy meets world reunion kind of thing. (laughs) Because you got so many Boy Meets World people on here. Will Friedel is Ron Stoppable, who is uh, Kim Possible's sidekick. Uh, you got um, uh, Jason Marsden voices his uh, his his friend later in the series, which kind of makes sense, seeing as how Eric and Jason were friends in Boy Meets World. And then Ryder Strong is the voice of Brick Flag. Brick Flag was. Uh, uh, Bonnie's uh, boyfriend for a while there, um, and you even got other Disney, you know, up and coming Disney people. You got uh, Ashley Tisdale at the time, and a bunch of others. The cool thing for me with this series with the voice cast is the fact that friggin' Bart Simpson is the naked mole rat. Nancy Cartwright is the voice of Rufus. <laughs> well, the thing is, is there's a lot of names in here that are very familiar. I mean, you have. Um, a lot of like that's so Raven people on here. You have Jennifer Hale. You have uh, Candy Milo, uh, Bill Fagerbecky, uh Tara you've Strong. Got Tara Strong. You've got um, Tom uh, Kenny. Tom Kenny. Uh, Joey Fatone is in there. Yeah. He uh, William himself. Daniels. William Daniels. Uh, Mayim Vilek. Um, Mayim Vilek. Yeah. Right. Yep. And. Uh, uh, you have John Cho, you have George Takai, Cree Summer, uh, mm-hmm. Adam West. 
Ron Perlman is the voice of Warhawk. Uh, Goldberg, Bill, uh, Brad Garrett, Dave Bradley Baker, Clancy Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many Fred awesome. Savage. Yep. So many awesome voices. I mean, there's just so many memorable people. Jess Harnell, uh, James Arnold Taylor, Fre- Fred Willard. Yeah, uh, there's so many good ones. Uh, John J.K. O'Hurley. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons, John O'Hurley, so many cool ones. Uh, um, uh, very, very awesome. I love this series. I think it's very funny, but we're here to talk about uh, the Christmas episode that they did, a very possible Christmas. So in this one, Ron Stoppable is disappointed that his favorite Christmas special, Snowman Hank, has been canceled and replaced with Extreme Xmas. Um, as a gift to Kim, Ron decides to foil Dr. Dracken's Christmas plot himself so that she can enjoy time with her family. But as always, when he and Draken get trapped in the North Pole, Kim, followed by the, the Possibles, has to go around the globe to search for him. And Ron discovers that Draken is a big fan of Snowman Hank as well, and they kind of have a temporary truce and everything else. I like this episode. I think it's a fun episode in the middle of season two here. I, I just really, really enjoyed it. I love all the voice acting. I love the action of this episode. And, you know, since we're talking about Christmas specials and certain things not playing, I remember certain years and certain specials like The Grinch or Charlie Brown's Christmas or Rudolph that some years they wouldn't play because the TV station either lost the rights or the rights went somewhere else or... There were times where some of the specials weren't on, so I can kind of feel Ron's pain. Um, what, what did you think after you watched this again? Uh, I, I mean, because I'd never seen this particular episode before. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I thought it was pretty good. I, I thought that it was kind of interesting seeing the sidekick take the uh, front roll for once, and then uh, uh, the calamity that ensues because the villain and him are both Yep. Inept. Oh, yeah. So the fact that they have to work together and then they're just hanging out like brothers, like they just don't care. Like, because they're like, eh, it's Christmas, we're stranded. Um, it's just, yeah, it was it was funny watching them uh, try to figure out what they were going to do. Absolutely. I thought it was so funny. Um, and, you know, so Kim and her family have this very uh, regimented schedule for their holidays first they light the light the house uh mm-hmm. second they sing carols and then you know they make homemade eggnog and all this and all that and everything else and i love how ron just comes stumbling in and it reminds me so much of you know national lampoon's christmas vacation you know cuz 25,000 twinkle lights clark those little lights aren't twinkling you know, <laughs> so <laughs> that's what that reminded me of. The whole plot with Draken, um, it's an all right plot. I'm really not sure where, what the heck he was going for originally, but I like it. I think it's interesting. And he's a villain that while he does, um, he does pre- present a, a, um, a threat at the same time he's more of a comical villain than than anything else so 
Yeah, I mean, I can, I can get that. He's He kind of reminds me of a pre-Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Dr. Doofenshmirtz? Yes. Um, yeah. In a sense. Yeah, he kind of does. Uh, the cool thing about that is, though, um, with Dr. Draken is uh, he's voiced by Bender, of all people. John DiMaggio. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, you're right. He kind of does have a Dr. Doofenshmirtz, Phineas and Ferb kind of thing um, because of the simple fact that um, if you watch more of the series, you find out that uh, he was uh, Kim's father's high school classmate and they always used to make fun of him and that kind of thing and everything else. Uh, with, with this Christmas episode, I really dug it. Like I said, I thought it was very well done. I thought, you know, the main shtick of the entire series of all the all the gimmicks, all the all the possible gimmicks that they have, and and not gimmicks in a bad way, but just you know the standard format that they use. They played it up well with the Christmas angle, and then they kind of put a twist on it with allowing the entire family to get on the fun to try to find Ron because they launched this. Whatever the hell invention he has, the the Draconator seven thousand or Doom Buggy One or whatever it is, and then at one point when he and Ron are in space, they launch all the escape pods. So they then have to basically pull a Star Wars, get in the trash compactor, even though it's just a trash can space uh, uh, escape pod, and they you know shoot back down to Earth and. That's when, as I said, Kim and her family start going searching the globe for all of these pods. And I just, I thought it was very fun, a very interesting way to have a Christmas cartoon, especially for this series. Um, and then, of course, at the end, all the Snowman Hank stuff comes back around and we have a truce and everybody has dinner and meals and everything else. I think the coolest thing about the, one of the coolest things about this series is Draken's uh, sidekick Shigo. In the beginning of this episode, she's like, "Where's the sunblock? Why do you need sunblock, Shigo?" I know that's a horrible impression, but uh, I'm on vacation. See you later. And he's like, "Don't you want to stay and see the culmination of all of our work?" She's gone. She's she's out <laughs> of the beach. She does, she she doesn't give a crap and. Uh, uh, as the episode progresses, come to find out that um, Draken actually paid for her entire vacation. So she's like, oh, maybe I should have answered the phone earlier. Maybe he left a message and that's how we get... I just love the way that the her and Shigo and Kim, I love the battles that they do. I, I just love the entire action piece of this series. I think it's so fun. Um, anything else you want to say on this one? No, I mean, like I said, I just... I think it's it's a fun episode it um kind of gives the the hero a rest and um makes the you know it makes it makes them have to kind of play second fiddle for once which is mm-hmm. kind of nice yeah absolutely really really dig it um so yeah, folks, I think that's going to do it for today. And I know this is a really short one here, but uh, the next five, the next six days, we're going to get into some crazy, crazy classics. Um, I did make a little bit of a change because I personally realized that I forgot to include one on either this year or next year's 25 Days of Toon Cast Beyond Christmas. 
and uh, I flipped, I flip flopped a few things. So coming up, you're going to hear uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas with Steve and hopefully Optimus Solo, if Optimus Solo's around. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Steve, myself, and probably my fiance Jennifer, Spicy Demon. Uh, then Jen and I are going to talk about Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I've got to basically twist her arm to do that. Of course, she's had me watch so much stuff since we've been together, so I think one Christmas special at once is not going to kill her. Day 23 was going to be Rudolph and Frosty Christmas in July. I'm just not feeling that, and I have one that's... I have two cartoons that are more important than that one that I replaced it with. That's actually going to be day 18 now in, in next year's 25 Days to Cast Around Christmas. I replaced it with... Pluto's Christmas Tree and Mickey's Christmas Carol. I cannot believe I made two years of this special event thing here on Tooncast Beyond for 25 Days of Christmas. Two of my favorites, absolute favorites, I left on off both years. And I'm like, screw it. I got to rectify that. So I believe uh, Jen will be joining me for that. I don't know if you want to join me for that as well. I don't know if you've ever seen those. Um... Pluto's Christmas tree is basically, it's one that I've seen ever since I was a kid. It's basically Mickey goes out, chops down a Christmas tree. The Christmas tree they chop down is the home of Chip and Dale. As the rest of the cartoon progresses, Chip and Dale give Pluto hell. Uh, and every, everybody has to have seen Mickey's Christmas Carol, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Or and then Scroo- Ebenezer Scrooge. And- yep. Yep. Yeah. Goofy as as Jacob Marley. Ow, my nose. (sighs) And then day 24, obviously, is the classic Frosty the Snowman, which Steve will be with me and and Jen as well. And then day 25 is Rudolph. So that's what's coming up this year on Tooncast uh, Beyond uh, 25 Days, Tooncast Beyond Christmas. Uh, I hope everyone has enjoyed what they've heard from us so far. Again, I want to say that I apologize if some of these are not very long. Uh, This is the first time we're doing this. So next year I have a much more flushed out plan of the way each episode will go. And you'll hear a teaser about that at the end of day 25 this year. So anything else you want to say before we uh, get the tinsel out of here? Nope. All right, tune in tomorrow, folks, when we um, try to spruce up that Charlie Brown tree, because, wow, it's a Charlie Brown Christmas coming up next on Day 20 here on Tooncast Beyond, 25 Days of Tooncast Beyond Christmas. Chief, one stolen battery thing. Feliz Navidad. Excellent, Shigo. Drag Force One is complete. And this time, Kim Possible will not get in the way. Okay, why is that? Because it is Christmas. The one time of the year she is off duty. Busy with her twinkle lights and mistletoe and carols and roast beast and frim franglers and zoob zooblers. Oh, <laughs> Dr. D. What? You've stopped using words. Oh. Right. Right. Where's the sunblock? In the mudroom. Wait, what do you want sunblock for? Uh, I'm on vacation now, remember? But don't you want to stay to see the culmination of everything we've been working toward? Chigo. Chigo. Fine. I'll get me some me time. 
Soon, I, Dr. Dragon, will rule the Yule. The world will have a blue Christmas. <laughs> it's just not the same when I rant to myself. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.